welcome back to the Empowerment Minutes podcast, the compass for everything, learning, leadership, coaching, and personal growth. I am your host, Dr. Maureen Quende. I'm a learning leader, assistant professor, speaker, coach, consultant, and I'm passionate about helping leaders achieve their dreams and reach their full potential. So this week, uh, this month, the focus is really on self-love. And so um, last week, we talked about leading with love, the importance of self-love. So this week, we're going to actually be focusing on um, strategies to um, apply self-love as leaders in our own personal lives at work and in life. So now, first of all, before we delve into those strategies, let's first understand what self-care means in the context of leadership. Self-care actually means uh, different things to different people. But self-care really involves intentionally prioritizing activities and practices that really promote our own physical, mental, and emotional well-being. So whatever that represents to you, it is actually self-care. And that's something that as leaders, we should be intentional about for our own selves and as well as uh, the people that we're leading. Right, so leadership starts with us. So um, our well-being directly impacts our ability to lead effectively. By practicing self-care, we're actually recharging our energy reserves and reducing stress and enhancing our resilience. So definitely self-care, we cannot overemphasize how important it is for leaders. So now let's get into um, strategies for, uh, to, uh, for, for self-care in the workplace and in life. So the first strategy I wanna talk about is that of establishing boundaries. You know, we have to be able to establish boundaries. Identify your limits and communicate them clearly with your team. This may involve setting boundaries around your working hours, email communication, um, taking uninterrupted breaks. I have seen leaders who answer emails even in bed at midnight. You know, you're, you're, you're hurting yourself, right? You can only give what you have. You know, as a leader, you have to love yourself first and you have to model it for your team to be able to follow. So be able to set those um, boundaries uh, depending on your own situation. It might have to do with email, blocking time for work. And when you're not in, at work, you got to spend time with your family. You got to be able to establish those boundaries, right? So make time also for breaks, right? So you can recharge and rest yourself. You know, remember that your downtime is also essential for maintaining productivity and creativity. Many times people say, oh, you ask them what are their strengths, they tell you that they're workaholics, they work 24 hours around the clock. Look, that's not being realistic. You need rest time so you can recharge. There's a reason why we work uh, is the, the normal nine to five a day because there's expectation for you to rest, engage in other things before you can bounce back the following day or after taking some rest before you can do some work. So number one, establish boundaries. Number two, practice mindfulness and meditation. Um, that's one thing that I personally am working on this year. I even have a book about mindfulness um, because I really want to make sure that I'm getting enough um, self-care so I can be even more productive, right? Um, so be able to find what it looks like for you to cultivate mindfulness and meditation practices. Uh, you know, practice being present in the moment. And so when you're in the moment, fully engage in your surroundings, right? Mindfulness has so many benefits, especially in the area of reducing stress 
and enhancing focus and decision making. So be mindful. Many times they would ask someone what you thought about when you were driving or when you're washing dishes. Their minds are running like a, a hundred miles a, a second. So many other places, but they're not even going to remember, you know, being fully present. So really it's about being fully present. In coaching, as an executive coach myself, Mindfulness is one thing that really benefits my clients. Whenever I want to coach people, I have to really, really engage and, and you know, completely block out any distractions so I can give them my best so they can use that moment to have clarity and awareness about that situation that they actually have on their agenda for that day. So please uh, really take mindfulness seriously. Look for ways to incorporate meditation in your daily routine to promote relaxation and mental clarity. Even just a few minutes of meditation a day can have really profound benefits for your well-being. All right, so number three, engage in physical activity. Guess what? That's something I've been working on too. Uh, I have lost like uh, over about 19 and a half pounds. Um, really working hard this year just so that you know, I can be as healthy as possible. You have to be healthy to be able to lead. So engage in physical activity. You don't have to work out like me who's doing a lot of boot camp, you know, um, doing a lot of, of uh, weight training. Figure out what works for you and do that regularly. It might be taking a walk, a brisk walk, or yoga a session, or a gym workout. Physical activity not only improves your physical health, but it also boosts your mood and reduces stress. So think about getting some outdoor time, right? Um, as the weather gets better, spending time outdoors in nature can also have therapeutic effects on your well-being. Take breaks to enjoy nature walks or outdoor activities whenever possible. I personally like going out for a walk. It really helps me to be more creative because I start really engaging in all those uh, uh creativity and those those moments where my brain so suddenly I start having all these great ideas when I go for a walk so um, figure out what works best for you and make sure you actually incorporate uh, physical activity in your um, in your routine number four prioritizing sleep you know sleep is really important um, as a mom for so many years I would imagine okay when am I ever gonna get a full night's sleep right so in, if you have situations like that, I do understand, but um, when you're able to, how are you prioritizing your sleep, right? So what's the quality of your sleep? You know, create a consistent sleep schedule and prioritize getting seven to eight hours of quality sleep each night. Research tells us that once we have enough sleep, it's really beneficial for our cognitive function, mood regulation, and overall health. So what do you want to do? Maybe create a relaxation bedtime routine. You know, develop a relaxing bedtime routine to tell your body that it's time to unwind. It may include activities like reading, you know, taking a warm bath, or even practicing relaxation techniques as well. What some people do uh, is that going to bed, they might have a glass of wine. I don't encourage that because it actually messes up with your sleep. Make sure you get as much sleep as possible and uh, you feel a lot better in the morning. Number five. What are you feeding your body? I'm talking about nourishing your body with healthy nutrition. You know, um, this is really about feeding or fueling your body with a balanced diet rich in fruits, vegetables, pro protein that are lean, whole grains, 
you know, proper nutrition really helps you um, with your energy and the nutrients for optimal physical and mental functioning. So what about water? Water is your key ingredient, right? Stay hydrated throughout the day. Drink loads of water. Um, a gallon of water a day, I think, is enough. Um, dehydration can actually lead to fatigue and, and impaired cognitive function. So make it a priority to drink water regularly. Um, my cousin actually one day almost passed out just because she was so busy um, not being able to have any water you know enough water in her in her uh, in her day so we don't want that we want to be able to stay hydrated as possible uh what are your connections this leads us to number set number um six what are your connections like are they meaningful you know having uh meaningful connections are also important for self-care so do you have supportive relationships you know nurture relationships with your family your friends your co-workers people who uplift and support you be in spaces of people that encourage you strong social connections really provide a sense of belonging and emotional support during challenging times so for me personally um i go only where i'm wanted oh i you know people want to want me to be there i don't engage myself or, or you know find myself in relationships where I'm, I'm forcing myself to be there. It's not healthy, you know. Make time for those uh, meaningful interactions. Uh, you know, uh, have schedule uh, regular social activities or, or gatherings, right? Um, it could be in work, outside work, because that also contributes to your well-being, okay? Find out the things that make you happy. What are your hobbies, right? What are the things that bring you joy and fulfillment? You know, try to really be in, involved in those things. And and lastly, practice gratitude. Cultivating an attitude of gratitude is, you know, very important for your own self-care as well and your well-being. So be thankful every day. You know, sometimes we might focus on, oh, I want this and want that and want this and want that. But being thankful for the things you have is very important, okay? So as we wrap up today's episode, remember that self-care is not selfish. It's really essential for your well-being and effectiveness as a leader. You have to love yourself first before you can love other, other people. So by incorporating these uh, seven strategies in your daily life, you nurture a strong foundation of self-care that really supports you leading uh, in, in with clarity and compassion and resilience. So that's it for this week's podcast. Join us next time as we continue our journey of self-discovery and self-love in this month of self-love. So um, until then, take care of yourself and lead with intention. Thank you again for tuning in. Let's create a culture of well-being and success. Until next time, this is Dr. Moore.